Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. Uh, Season 2, Episode 2 of the Straight Talk Walk here with you. Uh, I'm your host, Jackson. I hope you're having a wonderful day. Uh, And I hope this podcast brings you some value. Um, So here we are. What a crazy, crazy week, right? Uh, Just insane. Oh, man. So let's let's dive right in. Um, The name of this episode is People Can't Live With Them, Can't Live Without Them, right? And the reason I named this uh, episode that is simply because that's how I feel about people. I do not uh, understand them. I don't get it. Uh, they, my personal relationships and even a lot of some of my business relationships, uh, you know, it, it is my, it is, people are my greatest weaknesses, right? Like I just don't under, they just drive me nuts. And people think like, oh, well, you're a salesperson. Uh, I thought you have to be a people person. Uh, and that's true. I, I enjoy dealing with my customers. I, it's Saturday. Um, I had to go to a surgery center today and uh, work with one of my one of my customers this morning. And I, I loved it. Like, you know, I have no problems getting up on a Saturday and taking that day to go help a customer if he needs me. Um, but, you know, overall in my life, people cause me a lot of stress and anxiety. Well, I'll take that back. My relationships and my inability to understand and and deal with people and, and have systems and processes for dealing with people causes me a lot of anxiety. And so, yeah, pe- I, I love people, but I can't stand them at the same time. Um, and I, I dove into that a little bit in the last podcast. And I talked about how I just, you know, oh, they just drive me nuts. I just don't understand them. Uh, and I'm going to repeat that, how nuts people make me probably a million times in this podcast, but, um, they just make me crazy. I don't know. Or I make myself crazy dealing with them. I don't want to be, when somebody says, oh, you make me, they turn themselves into the victim and I, I'm not anybody's victim. So, uh, I like, I, I make myself crazy dealing with people and, um, you know, I alluded to this in the last episode and in this episode, uh, I told, I talked about how I was going to go and explain this a little more. And, um, another thing Riff, before we get started, uh, I, I caught a little bit of flack in my last, uh, podcast because I had used, uh, the F bomb a few times. And let me go back to why I started this podcast. Um, I started this podcast for me. I started this podcast because uh, I had moved to a new place where I didn't know anyone. Um, And I was in this point in my life where I just really felt like I needed to share. A lot of people came to me and they're like, oh, I think you should write a book. You think you should do this? You think you should do that? Um, And I'm like, yeah, maybe I should. I I don't know. But uh, I know that sometimes when I start to get stressed overwhelmed, what I do is I shut down and I shut the outside world out and I just kind of, you know, lock myself in a little box. And this podcast kind of keeps me from doing that. And so, uh, it's going to have some F-bombs in it. We'll just say that. All right. So we can all agree that F-bombs are okay. No worries. If you don't like that, I respect the fact that you don't like that, but maybe this just won't be the podcast for you. So, 
let's dive into to today. So people can't live with them, can't live without them, right? Here we are in one of these situations this week was just, you know, and this is not a political podcast. I'm not going to make this a political podcast. We're going to talk about some things that happen on the political spectrum, but that's not my intent because I, I, you know, politics is just people, right? It's just, just people in the bullshit they say. So, um, the reason I struggle with people so much is because, uh, I'm very much, uh, one of my faults is I'm very much black and white, right? I don't like, I don't live in the gray area. And unfortunately that's where most of life is, is in this gray area. And it's super hard for me, right? Like if you're my friend, you're my friend. If you're not, you're not right. There's no, like, I, like there's no, if I care about you, I care about you. If I don't, you don't like if we, if we communicate well, we do, if we, we don't, right. There's no, this kind of bullshit gray area that everybody likes to play in. It sends me over the fucking edge, to be honest with you. And, you know, kind of my, my biggest thing about people is, is that they just talk, right? They just talk, they say whatever in the moment gets them away from being uncomfortable, right? And it's just annoying, right? Like, be who you are. And people have always been on me about this. Like, Jackson, you can't say it like that. I'm like, well, does two plus two equal four? It does, right? So when you come to me and you say two, like one of the things that drives me nuts is when people sugarcoat or dance around an issue. It's so disrespectful to me and my time. Number one, I'm a big boy. I can handle it. Trust me. I've told my story about some of the things I've been through on this podcast, right? I can handle it. You're opinion or a very raw analysis of a situation is not going to be the thing that breaks Larry James Jackson Jr. I promise you, right? Like I said last week, if being beaten and locked locked in a closet for days at a time while you're a child doesn't break you, just looking at some facts is not, is not, I'm, I'm going to be fine. And so, you know, it just, people do this, right? Like you get in a situation, you're talking with somebody and you just kind of, maybe who never knows what you're talking about. Maybe you're talking about politics. Maybe you're talking about sports. Maybe you're talking about this and you state something very factual, right? And that doesn't resonate with them. Well, what do they normally do? They usually try to pivot to something that makes them feel more comfortable, right? And we all 100% know where comfort leads us. It leads us absolutely nowhere, right? Comfort leads us absolutely nowhere. Comfort just keeps things the same, right? Because nothing ever changes. The only thing that makes you change is discomfort. And and I'll kind of give you an analogy. There's a guy I used to work with when I was in the fitness industry. And um, he's a nice guy. He means well, but he's just a knucklehead, right? And he constantly fucks up. Constantly, 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 constantly fucks up. And um, the reason he constantly fucks up is because he's allowed to, right? He says really, and he thinks he's joking, but he says really messed up things sometimes. He makes these like, I mean, look, I'm a jokester and I like to push the envelopes of, of humor, but he says these things like, you know, that are just totally not okay, right? Um, he will, you know, get hammered and not show up to work. 
right? He will do, and and the thing that that makes the reason he keeps going like this is because nobody holds him accountable, right? There's no structure, there's no boundaries. Everybody just allows this behavior to keep going on. So my point with bringing that up is like if you just live in a, oh, and the reason, sorry, I, I get off track. The reason that they allow this to happen is because it's much more comfortable to put a Band-Aid on the situation, have a little tiny talk with them, and then move on to sit down and be like, hey, man, you have a serious fucking drinking problem. Hey, man, you cannot speak to people like that. You cannot, like, he likes to, like, sing rap music, and he leaves the N-word in there. And he does it no matter who he's with when he's drunk. And I hate the N-word. I don't care what color you are. Don't say it around me or we're going to have a problem. And so, but he does these things and like, um, or, you know, he he doesn't get it, to my point. And nobody checks him, right? Nobody does anything about it. And he just keeps on. So my point is living in comfort is never going to get you anywhere, right? And so for me... I try to never live in comfort. I try to have conversations. Now, where I need to work on is I need to craft better conversations, right? Like, how can I have a conversation about something that's uncomfortable with somebody and not piss them off, right? And that's very difficult for me. And that's very difficult for me in my work. I have to have very uncomfortable conversations with surgeons. And uh, I have to practice them like 100 times to make sure that I'm just not too direct, right? And so uh, getting back to the larger point is like people want to live in comfort, right? And so they just talk, right? So people will come up to me and so here, here's a prime example. Over my life, like, I've had friends, they've gotten to know me and, you know, I told them, you know, I grew up homeless and, you know, yada, 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 I go through the whole spiel and like it makes them feel sad, it makes them feel guilty, it makes them feel all these kind of ways and what do they do? They will be like, Oh, I'm your family now. (laughs) Oh, gosh. If I had 50 cents for every time I've heard like, oh, you can be in our family now, blah, 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 blah. And just never heard from people again or just like I I, I wouldn't be I would uh, I wouldn't work at a medical device company. I would own a medical device company. Right. Uh, And so. It's just, it's just funny, right? But why do they do that, right? Let's, let's unpack that a little bit. Why do they do that? So they're sitting there with me and they hear this story that sounds horrible to them. Uh, it makes them sad, which they, gets them a little uncomfortable. They feel this need to fix it because they start to feel guilty. And so they'll just blurt out anything, right? And you see this over and over and over and over again all through times. Like, like you have a husband and wife, they're in an argument. Like one person feels a certain way about something, uh, but he doesn't want to like, you know, piss his wife off. Uh, so he'll just say whatever it is to move, to move the topic along. And I think this is one of the biggest, this is my biggest frustration with people as a whole is that, um, is they, is that they do this and it's, Oh, I just, I can't like, I'm stuttering all over the place right now. Just think about it. Cause it just how much it drives me nuts. Just open your mouth, use your words. Let's get to it. You know, I was watching this video by Matthew Hussey, like a dating coach that I really like. Uh, and he says, he goes, you know, a 10 minute uncomfortable conversation 
what's the value of that if it changes your relationship uh, and leads you to like an, a, a, a happier place? Whether that happier place means a breakup or whatever, but but people won't have these uncomfortable conversations. They won't get uncomfortable for 10 fucking minutes to have a conversation about the way they feel and then work out a solution. They'll just live in misery, right? And so how do you combat this, right? How do you how do you uh, combat this? And um, for me, what I have made a commitment to is the end of last year is at the end of last year, I said, no more listening to people, right? No more listening to people. I'm only watching what you do, right? I'm only paying attention. So if I look at my phone and I've reached out to you to start a conversation the last 37 times and you've never just randomly text me, but then you tell me how much you love me and you care about me, I'm calling you on that, right? Because obviously you don't because, you know, I'm looking back through six months of text messages and I've never gotten a, hey, what's up? What's going on with you? So you're full of shit. Because if you did care, you would pick up your phone and do so, right? Um, you know, and people people don't want to just say sometimes they don't want to put in the effort. Uh, and, 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 and I, and I just got sick of it. I'm just sick of dealing with people who don't want, they, they, I talked about this in a, in a post I made on Instagram that talked about the things I learned in 2020 is these silver platter relationships, right? If I do everything, if I travel over to them, if I put up with their shit, when they snap at me, if I, um, am always like working hard to try to like, you know, make sure everybody knows how successful I am and how good of a job I'm doing and how much I'm growing in my life. And if I'm doing all these things, things are cool. The minute I get myself in a rut, the minute my depression kicks up, the minute I ask you like, hey man, like, uh, I just, I can't make it over there. Can you, can you guys come over here? Let's, I, you know, like I, I've went to, I've driven to your house 25 times. I've done this, I've done that. Like that's when, it's like, it's like I make this joke like, hey man, I'm making you a five course meal you mind pouring yourself a glass of water, right? And these are the kind of relationships I create. And the reason I do them is because I don't set boundaries, right? And so what helps me set boundaries is watching what people do, right? Stop fucking listening to them because they'll say anything to live in comfort, right? They'll lie, they'll cheat. They're just, they can't stand it, right? Here, I'll give you a prime example. I have some friends that live on Maui and they live on Maui and right before COVID, they were going to come over here. They have kids. They were going to bring them. They were going to stay with me. I had just moved into this amazing house with extra bedrooms. And they were going to stay with me. And we were going to go to the zoo and have a weekend together. It was one of their, it was their youngest son's birthday, right? <clears throat> so COVID was just kind of peeking its head up. It was on the news. No big deal. This was like February, right? Um... I get a text message from one of the parents uh, and they're like, hey, we're not going to make it over. We're really nervous about traveling with this uh, with this Corona thing or uh, yeah, or this Corona, this COVID thing. What am I talking about? Um, I was like, uh, OK, cool. I get it. You know, whatever. Um, not much. I mean, I can't, you know, knock that excuse. Fast forward 30, 40 days. Their business got shut down. Coronavirus was a joke. It's a it's a, it's a it's a scam. It's this. It's that. It's all this other shit, right? Um, 
And I, I was, I, you know, I, I didn't, you know, I don't believe any of that, number one. But number two, on a personal level, um, it really fucking pissed me off because of this simple fact right here. Not even 40 days ago, you were like, I can't get on a plane and, and fly an hour over to see you uh, because because I'm worried about this this thing. But the minute that it, it hits your life, you know, in a different way, you're up in arms. Here's the crux of it. They did not want to put the effort to get on a plane, pack up the kids, travel over here, be away from their home, which comfort, and then go back, right? They didn't want to do it, right? And instead of calling me and saying, like, hey, man, like, just the kids are out of control right now, and it's just going to take a lot of effort to work, to, to pack up everything and get over there. We're going to pull an abort. Do you want to come over here? Something like that, Right. That's exactly what I'm talking about, right? It, people are just full of shit. And they're not bad people. That's just the way the human brain is wired, right? And people will just, this is what they do. And I see it across my life over and over and over and over and over again. So obviously it's something that I'm doing, right? And because because it's not isolated incidents, I am the common denominator in all these factors. And the thing about it is, is I said... I didn't say anything about it then. This is actually the first time I'm talking about it. And so, you know, it is what it is. I'm not going back to their house and visiting them until they visit me. That's it. If you, if this, if I'm really your friend and you love me so much and you're proud of me and blah, 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 blah. I've been to your house. I've come to visit you. I packed up my shit. I've been convenience. I've, I've gotten out of my comfort zone to come see you 20 times. And yes, you, I'm gracious you let me stay at your house. We always have an amazing time, blah, 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 blah. But like, I have a life too. I got a job. I got a busy ass job. You don't think it's a pain in the ass for me to go back and forth and get off my daily rhythm? Get out of here, right? And people will never respect you if you just put everything on a silver platter and hand it to them, right? And so I started down the path of not paying attention to what people say, but watching what they do. And I was crushed, to be honestly, when I realized, like, how many people, I'm not saying they don't love me, because I got a lot of people last week, like, how dare you say I don't love you? How dare you say I don't, don't, don't care about you? Blah, 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 blah. Uh, so let me rephrase that. I'm not saying that you don't love me, if you're my friend and you're listening to this. I'm not saying that you don't care about me. I'm not saying you're a bad person. I'm not saying anything negative about you. I'm saying this one simple fucking fact. You do not put in the same level of effort that I put in to keep this friendship and this relationship going. Very simple. Now, here's my personal bit of responsibility to this. Sometimes, because I've never had a lot of love and acceptance in my life and I'm just moving into this stage of being comfortable in my own skin, what I do is is I do everything for them, which is not fair to me or them. So what I have to do is I have to place some boundaries and say, no, I cannot come and see you. I cannot do this. I cannot do that. Right. I have to, to say like, no, I'm going to put me first. And also, you know, I need you to show up in this relationship. And if it's important to you, you'll do it. That's it. If it's important to you, you will do it. If it's not important to you, 
then obviously you don't give a fuck because I'm not listening to the bullshit that comes out of your mouth. I'm watching what you say, right? And um, secondly, what is the second thing that I'm doing to combat uh, to combat my issues with people? <clears throat> Excuse me. So um, I am not going to ask anyone to give me something I'm not willing to give them, right? And um, I'm going to unpack that, right? And so if you look, uh, so I'll kind of tell you about a situation this week. So obviously people tried to raid the Capitol. Uh, I mean, just so insane. Like, you know, what the fuck is going on in this world? I mean, just number one, that people would, number one, that people would think that the Supreme Court and all the, and let me be, I'll be very clear about my political stance on this, just so I don't mince words, but then I'll also talk about the personal part of it is like, um, you know, number one, that people will listen to some asshole and allow him to rile them up like that. But, you know, it, it is what it is. I mean, this, this, you can't blame Donald Trump. He's just a reflection of us. Right. He's just a reflection of the anger and the fear and the hate that has been building up in us because we've become a victim society. We want to blame black people. Black people want to blame white people. Mexicans, we want to blame Mexicans. We want to blame gays. We want to blame straights. We want to blame Muslims. We want to blame everybody else. And we want to live in this manufactured fear and this victimhood. Right. And so when really the only key to making your life any better is through your own personal personal work, but there are serious systemic issues in this in this country. So these people in the Capitol, they tried to they tried to, uh, to overtake it, right? And these people are idiots. There's there's no doubt in my mind that these people are idiots, right? They have just they're just lonely, heartbroken people on the internet looking for something to justify their causes, right? And here's here's how we'll tie this back into comfort. How many people will have conversations with people that disagree with them? How many Facebook groups are, uh, let's debate this? No, it's uh, people for this cause, people for that cause, right? Let's work for solutions for this. No, it's people for this, people for that. Why? Because they want to go in these little rooms, these little subsets, these little groups, these little things, and they want to just listen to uh, perspectives that agree with them, right? So that just shows you where comfort is and how dangerous it is. Let's move forward. This long story long. This lady gets shot, right? And um, look, this lady's an idiot. Like this lady, I'm not saying she's a good person. I'm not saying that she should get a medal. Uh, and let's be very clear about one thing. Let's, let's level set right here. If that would have been some Black Lives Matter protesters or or just a group of black people, uh, they would have gunned those people down without question, right? So if you don't believe that white privilege is a thing, and trust me, I didn't, growing up homeless, I didn't for a while. All I did was change my clothes and now I'm getting white privilege. I don't wear dirty clothes anymore. I wear clean clothes. I fit in now and my whole life has changed. Yeah, bro, sorry. If, if you don't want to say it exists, then you can stick your head in the sand and be a jackass, but... It is what it is, man. It's irre- After this weekend of seeing that, it's irrefutable that white privilege exists, right? If you don't get it, right? So, but the one thing I'm not going to do when it comes to this lady is I'm not going to dance on this lady's grave. I'm not going to call her stupid. 
I'm, I'm not going to get on Facebook and or Instagram and just beat this lady up, blah, 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 blah. Why? Because she's a human being. And while she might have done something stupid and said a bunch of stupid things, somewhere in her life, there's probably a pretty decent person that loved her who's really hurting right now. That's number one. Secondly, every person on this planet is an opportunity for change, right? You hear these things about these former KKK people who end up, you know, just pulling their head out of their own ass and like seeing uh, and coming and being like, oh man, there's nothing wrong with black people. There's nothing wrong with Jews. I was being an idiot. So every time something like this happens, a potential person that can have a story that they can share that can invoke change is gone. Right. And so that's the reason I, I've refused to dehumanize and beat and beat this lady up because did she do something stupid? Absolutely. Is she in the wrong? Absolutely. Right. But here's the thing. We talk about wrong and right. It's my difference of opinion. Do you want to be right or do you want solutions? Right. So if you want to be right, then you can say it was good that this lady died. If you want to say if you want to say. If you want solutions, you can say, I wonder what we could have done to help that lady see a different point of view. Because we've all fallen short, right? I'm not a Jesus person, but we all fall short of the glory of God. We all make mistakes or whatever. So, I mean, I just want to get that clear how I feel about that, right? I'm definitely a Black Lives Matter supporter. Definitely think we got to fix some shit in this country. Uh, I definitely think white people need to step their game up and help. Um, but here's how it affected my life and how I was not able to give somebody something that they, uh, that I wanted them to give me. So I have a friend, he's a dear friend to me and, um, we're, we're, we're the same, but we're different. So we're the same in the fact that we both love to talk shit and make jokes and, you know, verbally abuse each other to some point. Uh, but then he's black and he's gay and I'm white and I'm straight, right? Uh, so that does give us a little bit of a different perspective. And um, so he will make a joke because I have really big legs and he will just make a stupid joke in passing. Um, like when we joke with each other, he's like, OK, whatever you say, their thickness, like because my butt is big. My leg, I have a stocky build. Right. And I'm like, OK, Harvey Weinstein. Right. And uh, he he I can tell there's a couple of times it probably made him uncomfortable, or whatever. But I thought it was funny. Right? I didn't mean nothing by it. Now, obviously, Me Too, Harvey Weinstein, Harvey Weinstein, all that shit is super serious. And it's wrong for me to downplay it. And it's also wrong for me to put that kind of thing on him, right? That's a huge social issue, right? That And, you know, that's, you know, it's not the coolest thing. Even though we have a... I wouldn't call the joke uh, out of bounds. I would just call it in poor taste, Right? And even though we have this relationship and we kind of know that there's no such thing as is as, as kind of too much when it comes to jokes with us because we've gotten pretty bad. Um, I'll, I'll explain to you how it, it, it works uh, for me. Right. And so um, when he jokes with me sometimes and it's only started happening in the last you know, we've known each other several years. It's only started happening now is that like he like. He'll be like, okay, you Republican or whatever. And uh, like, he'll, you know, make a side like you're a racist. And we both come from the South. And so we know what racism is. And I think that's why we are friends because we know like, we just know this, right? And and 
you know, and he like he made a joke a couple weeks ago uh, about photograph uh, me and some some coworkers, and he's like, "This looks like an alt alt right rally," and it was a good joke. It was funny. I have to get him say it. It was. It was funny. Um, but these jokes bother me, and here's why they bother me. My real family, my blood family, are completely the most racist people you've ever met. Like, they don't say the N word with the A. They say the N word with the E R. Right? You know what I'm saying? And like that's how I was. That's what I was raised about. And I just have this thing that I don't want to be like them. So anytime I feel like somebody brings that up or even kind of mildly or jokingly points that in my direction, my defenses go up. Right. So what do I do when he makes that joke? I try to like step it up. Right. And make a joke over his and joke. And it just turned into a thing where we had a conversation this weekend about this woman, which we just we disagree on. On, on, on that premise and that's fine I still love him um I you know I'm just not willing to you know like I said like I'm not willing to ask that lady to sit down and look at a different perspective if I'm not willing to do that for her or or I'm not willing to to, to have not have love and empathy for somebody it, ask them to have love and empathy and look at like say like hey do you think there's a problem with policing over here like do you you know can, can you have some empathy for these neighborhoods and these you know these kind of people who are just constantly been bombarded by horrible policing uh, protocols. I, I, I'm not going to ask that lady to do that. And then when something bad happens to that lady, be happy about it. I'm going to be sad about it because pain is pain. Trauma is trauma. Nobody has the exclusive rights to hurt and pain and and injustice, right? It has happened. Everybody's had some fucked up shit happen in their lives, right? And when you say this fucked up shit's worse than this fucked up shit, no, then, then you're making some fucked up shit okay and what you should say is none of this shit is okay, right? And so I have no idea. I think I'm getting off in this story. I apologize. Um, but anyway, we started to get in. And, and instead of, you know, talking about that issue, what happened is, is my, my being mildly offended a few times by these jokes that he's made came to the surface. And I made that the substance of, of what we were talking about. And here's the point. In that moment, I'm asking him to have a little bit of love and empathy for this woman, right? And I'm asking him to kind of cool it down a little bit. Um, and I, inside, I haven't told him this, but I want him to start me- stop making that joke, right? But I haven't asked him, right? And the reason I haven't asked him is because I want to make that Harvey Weinstein joke because I think it's funny. That like he'll text me some stupid shit and I'll be like, Okay, just think thanks for me too in my Monday, right? And it's it's not okay, right? It's cause 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 sexual assault is not a straight versus straight thing. It's a gay, you know, whatever. Like nobody it, just like he should not be accusing me of being a racist, even though he's totally kidding, I should not be accusing him of sexual assault because it's not it's either either one, like even though we're joking, like there's it's just not it's not the time right now, right? And so I was not able to give him something I want. I was not able to say, hey, uh, that thing you do, it makes me upset when you make that little joke. And I'm going to make not make this joke right here because it's inappropriate. Right. And I spent like literally an hour and a half in my journal working through this yesterday. Right. And so I hope that what I'm saying is congruent and making sense. I have no idea. Sometimes these podcasts are hard even when I'm looking at my notes. Because there's emotion involved. I'm talking about my personal life. It's kind of hard to keep it, 
keep it going. But the point I'm making is, you know, if you want better things in your life and you want better relationships, two things that I am doing right now that I know are working for me is actually there are three things. Is number one, I'm not listening to what people say. I'm not. Uh, I'm setting boundaries. And I'm not asking from something, something from somebody that I'm not willing to give myself, whether it's my best friend or my worst enemy. I'm not going to treat you in a manner that I'm not like, I'm not going to ask you to treat me in a manner that I don't want to treat that you don't. Jesus, I'm not going to ask you to treat me in a manner that I don't want to treat you in. I'm going to treat you just, it's pretty simple. The golden rule. I'm going to treat you just how I want to be treated. Right. And these are my three things, right? These are the things that have really, really helped me move forward, right? Because another thing is, is I'm, I'm not shying away from uncomfortable conversations, right? If I feel a certain way, I'm going to fucking say it, right? Now, my delivery on how I say it is where I, where I need a lot of work. Um, but like just letting shit go, right? Just I'm done with that. I know it's going to get me nowhere. So really quickly, just to rewind, personal relationships, they're tough, they're messy, they're super hard, they'll drive you insane, they do to me. What are some things you can do to clean them up? Number one, stop listening to the words that come out of people's mouth, watch their actions. Number two, set boundaries. Number three, have uncomfortable conversations. And number four, don't ask somebody for anything that you're not willing to give. If you're not willing to treat them in a certain way, if you're not willing to allow them to have their moment to speak, if you're not willing to do to sit down at the table with them, any of that stuff, then don't then don't don't ask them to do it. Don't ask them to let you do it. Because it's not right. Because you want something from somebody else that you're not willing to give. And when we get into that cycle, nothing changes. And there's a kid yelling in the background. I don't know if you guys will be able to hear that. So podcast a little long, maybe a little rambly. Uh, Like I said, this is for my own personal fucking sanity. Um, But I put it out here because I hope the honesty and vulnerability I bring out will uh, maybe help somebody and add some value to their life. And if that's only one person, that's only one person. So um, that's it, guys. It's the weekend. I worked Saturday morning. I got some emails to send and then I am... Uh, I'm actually going to dinner tonight, which is nice. I haven't been out to dinner in a while. Uh, it is a date. Thank you very much. Uh, and then uh, I'm going to enjoy my Sunday. So, guys, have a great week. I hope you like the podcast. Uh, remember, take care of yourselves and each other.